did. I did sort of. I mean, we were in Costa Rica for uh, well, almost a month, almost a full month over there. Well, welcome back to Texas. You well, know what they you. say: all the exes live in Texas, right? Well, that is, uh, for the most part, accurate for many, many people, I assume. <laughs> uh, yeah, what can I tell you? No, it was good. We had a little bit of trouble getting back. I had to spend the night in Dallas uh, and then uh, rented a car instead of a flight because all the flights were canceled and it just, just drove back. Well, that's better than my three extra days in Barcelona. So I have been stuck in Barcelona before, and I got I to gotta be honest with you, I wasn't mad about it. Oh, no, I... I was very frustrated because I wanted to get home. But the flip side of it was um, for people who have been tested positive with COVID, mm. uh, many people have had much worse experiences. Uh, I wasn't isolated. I wasn't required to stay in my hotel room or some isolation hotel somewhere at exorbitant oh, wow. expense. Uh, I could walk around outside. I ate outside. I worked in my room when I was working in my room. And when I wasn't working in my room, I was outdoor walking on La Rambla, which after three days gets a little old, frankly. But, you know, it was uh, as things go, I was very fortunate and I felt like I had a mild cold. So it, it was not like, um, you know, the, the COVID experiences that right. many people have where they're really really sick yeah mine yeah. was just mine was just a mild cold um and uh other than testing positive uh i never would have known well well i'm glad you're doing well i'm glad you're back yep indeed all indeed. right I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna kick off the show you ready to jump in anytime you want all right Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the CXR Podcast. I'm Chris Hoyt. This is season five, episode something another. Uh, so we're glad that you actually could join us. Uh, I've got a fun guest today, but let me remind you, uh, we are usually streaming these live. So you can watch them on YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, and you can grab them and subscribe anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. So do us a favor, head out to cxr.work podcast. And if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You can check that out. And if you are joining us live, uh, you're able to drop a note uh, in any of those streaming channels where there is a chat window and you can uh, just contribute to the conversation. We may even pull you in. You never know. Uh, but I want to kick off today. I've got a guy who's been around for a little while. He knows this space as well as a few other spaces. So he's going to be fun to bring in here. We're going to talk a little bit about a big recruiting report and kind of the stuff that goes on over at the AIM Group. Peter, how are you? I am great. Thank you very much. It's good to see you. It's good to see you're back in Texas. And uh, yeah, life's good. Um, indeed. Uh, and the um, world of recruitment uh, is in what the eighth radical change in the last five years or something I, like that. I expected you to say the last five weeks because that's kind of what it feels like to me. Uh, yeah, there have been there have been some uh, rather substantial changes 
um, you know, from the from the giant crash of March 2020 to the big rebound last year, and now it's kind of uh, everything's changing again. Yeah, or still. Well, for sure. So, Peter, I've known you for a while, but for those uh, who who don't know you or know about you, why don't you give us? I like to call it an escalator pitch uh, of who who is Peter Zolman and what does he do. Am I going down the escalator or up the escalator? <laughs> I suppose that depends on your pitch. <laughs> and you've seen you've seen the video of the guy, the escalator gets stuck and he can't figure out how to get off, right? I'm not think, one of those happening. I think 90% sure he was drunk in that video. Uh, maybe. Anyway, um, we the AIM Group uh, has focused on marketplaces uh, almost 25 years now, which is crazy. Um, we started with classifieds. Uh, they were a huge category for newspapers, published classified intelligence report. Now it's known as AIM Group Market Rate Place Report. When we started, uh, the Monster Board was a big thing. Now uh, the Monster Board has morphed into Monster.com and indeed is the big thing among job boards. But there are, oh, probably 100,000 or more others all around the world. And we focus on them. We don't call them job boards anymore, but recruitment marketplaces. Nice. And I so it's kind of interesting, though, because if you were to head out to the AIM Group site, you I think you all publish reports on um, not just recruitment. You also do um, automotive. You do uh, real estate. I mean, you've got a couple of different areas in there where you've really got some expertise and you're, and you're cranking out some interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, we focus on what used to be called classifieds in the newspapers. Uh, recruitment, automotive, real estate, and the general goods category or the horizontals, which I refer to as the stuff category, the Craigslist category. I got yeah. stuff I want to buy. I got stuff I want to sell. But recruitment is really a big focus for us um, because it's so important. Uh, you know, buying a car is important to people but jobs change lives. And every time I do a presentation somewhere, I'd say to all the, you know, the executives, the CEOs of, of the recruitment marketplaces, never forget you're changing people's lives. Yeah. And, and finding a job, quitting a job, helping people find a job. I mean, Indeed has a brilliant slogan when they say, I help people find jobs or we help people find jobs uh, because it, it changes everybody's life when you get a better job or when you get laid off, um, all of those things. And right now, all of that's going on in abundance, sadly yeah. and and not so sadly. But, you know, yeah. well, and I think your team, if I was, I mean, it, Literally, if I were to head out to your site today, as of the time that you know we're sort of broadcasting this, recording it, uh, your latest updates are about. Um, I think the top headline was programmatic tools for third-party JB, so for job boards. But then your very next item uh, is literally is literally talking about Ukraine, Russia, and um, and marketplace impact coverage. So when you're talking about changing lives, I mean, you guys really are paying attention around the globe uh, to to sort of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, we um, we have con we have clients on every continent except Antarctica, and we've got people working for us on every continent except Antarctica. I I find it astonishing. I have three people working for me or for us in Africa, 
uh, one wow. in Australia, um, four or five in Asia. I was talk. I was on the phone this morning with our uh, analyst in. Um, uh, he's in Bank. He's in no. He's outside. Uh, outside Delhi, about an hour outside Delhi. So mm -hmm. um, we we've got people, and we've been doing this now for twenty five years, which just. I mean, I had hair, you know, and it was <laughs> and it was black, and now it's transparent, pretty much. So, um, well, I'm yeah, not far, I'm not too far behind you, and 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 we do, by the way, the only um, we we do a recruitment marketplaces conference. This year's is in Amsterdam. Um, I got to talk to you about getting the hat over there, or getting you over there, or one of you to speak. Um, but that's another conversation, obviously. Uh, it's in September in Amsterdam, and um, we get people again from all around the world. Two, three hundred uh, recruitment uh, marketplaces. I, l I love that, and that's uh, RecBuzz, right? It's called RecBuzz, R-E-C-B-U-Z-Z, um, and um, it's it's great fun. And God, it's great fun to be back in person in human. <laughs> You know, inhuman. I mean, this this is a lot of fun doing this podcast, but being able to shake people's hands, sometimes fist bump because yeah. some people don't want to shake, Not and doing all of the um, in-person things that you do and the networking and the uh, sharing a beverage and having lunch and seeing speakers in person and then walking up to them and asking them a question, uh, it's much different than um virtual yeah yeah we Much just better. started we've just started a couple of our meetings are coming back live we kicked one off a little while ago we got another one coming up in october and i have to tell you people are so excited to reconnect live i mean we're doing a dinner here in austin uh we've got the whole team coming into austin we're kind of like our version of an off-site uh, and so we're going to do a little dinner with any of our members that might be in the area and we've got members driving three or four hours to to get to sit down with somebody live and, and have a dinner in person again. People, I people call are chomping it, at the bit. I call it GTFO sim syndrome. Get the flip out. <laughs> people people want to get the flip out. They just and 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 it's great. I mean it's really it, it's really good to be able to do it again. It's great to reconnect in person. We had our autos conference in Barcelona and we had we had hoped for um you know 150 maybe 200 just getting back to it after two years we had close to 300 people oh, wow. from all around the world india and uh, south africa and and all points in be and asia and all points in between anyway um you want to know about uh, trends at recruitment marketplaces well, yeah, but also I want to talk a little bit, a little bit about the 2022 recruitment report uh, that you, you do an annual recruitment report, and it's not you a mean small. This one. Yeah. Not that I, not that I want to show it off. And this That's is the, the preview. This is the preview edition that you can. I ah, love that graphic, by the way. Love that graphic. Um, uh, we have a cartoonist uh, or artist who just does these for us, and they're marvelous. Um, you can download the preview edition for free. I'm okay. not, I don't want to do a sales pitch really, but um, you can download it's a hundred. The whole report is 154 some odd pages, some of which nobody will care about because it's things like 
the top three verticals in Zimbabwe, uh, recruitment marketplaces in Zimbabwe. We go from A to Z, yeah. Um, but we do have the top 15 recruitment marketplaces by revenue around the world, top 15 recruitment marketplaces by traffic around the world. You, you can even guess the number one, um, yes, <laughs> by a wide margin indeed. Um, Shocker. But, it, you know, but... Um, we have, you know, and and a lot of it is qualitative as well. Yeah. So we have three great com three three great recruitment companies to watch. For example, one is a company called Talking Job, where you take you download an app on your phone. The AI asks you uh, six to six to nine questions. Uh, you respond, they're all transcribed and sent to the company that's doing the hiring and sorted and AI'd, and then people get jobs. We talked to a company that said they're hiring about 10 people that way, 10% of their people that way. Uh, wow. College recruiter, you know Stephen Rothberg and Faith. Yeah, we had an interesting um, uh, article about what they're doing in uh, global, pro not global, uh, international programmatic. And go. it's fascinating how they've evolved from this little, I don't want to say dinky because Steve will, will slap me, but from this little <laughs> college recruiter site in the U.S. to a yeah. global programmatic um, entity. Um, we have, and the main thing though we focus on are the trends. And yeah. The trends we're seeing, about 10, 12 years ago, I wrote an article that said, in 10 years, if you're just a job board, you won't be around anymore. And the fact is, I was smart back then. I'm not sure I am anymore, but I was smart back then. A job board that's just a job board is pretty much irrelevant right now. A job board right now has to have all sorts of tools and technologies and bells and whistles that aren't really bells and whistles, but the basic people find jobs and find employees. Yeah. You help people find jobs. Um, you have to have more than just post and pray. You have to have high quality search and matching, not just the, you know, not just the keyword matching from 10 years ago, you have yeah. to have quite high quality search and matching. Um, when we're looking for people, we use, we tend to use ZipRecruiter, Indeed, or LinkedIn. And oh my gosh, they really do a very good job of pointing out candidates to us um, that match our criteria and are open to joining us and so forth. Yeah. Uh, you can't just throw, you know, a job posting on a website anymore and hope people respond. Uh, uh, job boards, job boards are switching also from cost per, you know, duration-based posting, you know, post for 30 days yeah. or slots. They're switching to cost per click. That's not so new cost per apply that's even not so new but cost per valuable and valid apply that's mm -hmm. a lot tougher to determine cost per hires turning them more into a recruiter mode 
Yeah. Um, cost per hire is very difficult because how do you prove the person came through this or that recruitment marketplace? But there are ways and um, they do that. So um, it's and and of course, AI and more and more recruitment marketplaces internationally are in, incorporating their own ATS yeah. as opposed to yeah. incorporating into someone else's ATS. Uh, at this point, incorporating into an ATS is almost table stakes, but many of the recruitment marketplaces we work with have built in yeah. their own ATS. Well, I think, I think that just, it, it is no different this year than last year, than five years ago. You know, when, when everybody was saying this is, you know, job boards are dead. This is the year job boards die. Like it, it really is just, I think, a matter of just evolving. Like the, they must change to survive like any other business, right? The, the, the interesting thing is that everybody's been saying job boards are going to die for as long as I can remember. Um, and they aren't going to die. People still need an Iranian, no, an Iraqi prospect said to me about 17 or 18 years ago, that he said, no matter what happens, people are always going to have to find a job or find employees. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to find a house or find a place to live. They're going to have to find a car or sell a car and, and, and buy stuff and sell stuff. The only question is how. Mm -hmm. And I saw him recently and I told him if I had to pay him a dollar for every time I quoted him, I'd be <laughs> paying a million bucks. But the reality is it's right. It's true. Yeah. The, the you, people are still always going to need to find a job, need to find employees. And the question becomes, how do they do that? And we won't call them job boards in five years, probably, but they're going to be pretty integral in finding the right people, finding the right jobs. Uh, now, one of the things that's that's a big new trend is using social communities mm -hmm. like on slack or uh github just drop their job board actually yeah um but on in those social communities incorporating recruiting elements without turning them into a job board mm -hmm. um and the and the recruiting elements are are very important because you find people of a like-minded community who may not be looking for a job, but say, oh, my friend Bob or Shirley, or, hey, did you see this one? And it's a network effect. I do think it's interesting, and Slack's a really great example. There are some interesting technologies that have, have begun to incorporate these recruiting touch points. Uh, so I think it's interesting that you bring that up, but I also think what's kind of fascinating, at least to me, is the AI component uh, of that as well, where we're seeing that delivered more and more within platforms to recommend roles, uh, especially for internal mobility, where people are giving that a hard look. In, in the new report that's come out, and I know I know you don't want to sell it. I just I just think it's super great. And oh, I, I definitely I, want to sell it. I mean, well, I, well, I don't want to turn this into yeah, a sales does, pitch. But I, I think it's a good call out. Like nobody nobody pays to be on the podcast. We we certainly don't take any compensation or any quid pro quo. So I just want to lay that out there that if we say it's cool, it's because we think it's pretty cool. But 
are are you seeing any in the new report that you guys put out? Are you seeing anything in there? Because I know there is a section in there on AI trends, uh, but but from a selection and recommendation standpoint in that technology. Um. Hmm. We don't do selection and recommendation except in a consulting capacity. And frankly, on that one, we wouldn't even try to do selection and recommendation. No, but sorry, Peter. I, I meant within the board, uh, within sort of the job board technology uh, arena. So so services that are actually utilizing AI more to help with candidates, sele not selection of candidates, but candidates looking for jobs, like matching people to those roles. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the quality recruitment sites are using AI more and more. I think some of it really is not true AI. It's more high-end, you know, Boolean matching and that sort of thing. But a lot of it is, and the reality is, as your search and match algorithms get better and better, and they train, they train, they're trained better and better, by definition, AI is when it trains itself as opposed mm -hmm. to when people train the technology. But those are hairs that I don't know we have, I don't know that we have to split that hair. The, the reality is that um, there's a lot of very, very good AI out there. Um, certainly PandaLogic, certainly um, mm -hmm. Pandora, certainly a bunch, I, I don't wanna call out 20 companies, or I shouldn't call out one or two probably, but um, there's a lot of AI out there that is really ultimately making a difference for employers and job seekers or employees uh, to improve their status in life. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing, uh, we've been leaning in on the issue of transparency and certainly around uh, ethics and AI and and within that recruiting umbrella. So it's always interesting to me to kind of hear how services may be using something a little more than advanced Boolean, right? But uh, to, to not just do recommendations there, uh, but to sort of connect people to those particular roles. Uh, we do like what we're hearing from an internal mobility standpoint uh, and some of the AI in that space, but I'm really interested in seeing some people do some innovative stuff, the likes of Indeed. Right, or the or the big boards uh, to to sort of incorporate that technology, but I'd really like to see some transparency around how they're doing that, uh, and that information that's being collected and used uh, in that regard. Does that make sense? Uh, it absolutely makes sense. It's difficult to a degree for them to explain exactly what they're doing because, by definition, it evolves. It's a lot of them must be very, 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 very careful with data protection, especially, mm -hmm. I mean, every recruitment marketplace in the world needs to be careful with data protection, right? But in Europe, especially, and in California, especially, there are um, serious consequences about data protection and um, anybody who operates internationally or globally has to follow the most stringent yeah. rules. Um, so data protection is a problem or an issue. Uh, and we did a we did a great article a couple of years ago about how the all the the 
dots were matching and the, the graphic was just incredible. Um, and I, it went, it was, it was what I call a five foot 10 inch graphic. It was just a little over my head. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's all, it's, it's all, um, evolving yeah. and will most probably, um, continue to evolve as long as I'm around, as long as you're around, as long as Jerry is around, God bless him, um, you know, until he takes off his hat. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's going, and it's going to get better and better over the next three, four, five, ten 10 years, but job boards won't go away. I mean, they yeah. have evolved into recruitment marketplaces, but as long as people need a job and as long as employers need people to come to work for them, there's going to be an intermediary, whether that turns out to be a job board, whether it's a recruitment marketplace, whether it's a community that leads to finding jobs in, in any way, shape or form, they're going to be around. Yeah. Yeah, well, I agree with you, and I think uh, it. I just, I think there's a lot of there's an there's an opportunity here for a convergence of some of these, uh, which will be kind of interesting. But you, your 150 some odd page report that has come out, uh, I think folks can get that at aimgroup.com. But you address, I think you mentioned you talk about um, when we were talking earlier, Facebook or Meta, whatever the hell they want to be called this week. Uh, it's got some details in there from uh, Recruit, which is obviously a parent company for Indeed. I'm sure you do some Indeed stuff in there. Is there, is there anything from a programmatic ads or AI standpoint uh, that you'd want to call out in that report that people should sort of check out? Because I do think it's worth a look if you're a recruiting leader uh, in order to help keep you up, updated on the space. There, you know, I, I think we have a pretty good qualitative overview I don't think we have deep dive. I mean, in 150 pages, you have deep dive or 70 pages, 60 pages, 80 pages um, of, of, of qualitative. Uh, you have uh, of uh, qualitative. You have a lot of deep dive, but I don't think we have a, a deep, deep dive into AI, uh, into programmatic, into those kinds of things. But we, we cover the field um, broadly. And for people, it, it, the great thing about our reports is even the, even the really, really super smart people who get our reports will say to us, yeah, I read every word, or I found two or three really interesting things in there. And to me, you know, if you find two or three really interesting things that teach you something, give you a direction that you need to go, help you understand AI better or help you understand programmatic better or help you understand some of the challenges better. Um, you know, that's well worth the, uh, the money and the time. And I'm not sure which is more valuable, but the money or the time. And by the way, as, as you and I discussed, if, if any of your uh, readers, your viewers, your audience wants to use the code CXR15, they get 15% off. So uh, brings the price down from 1500 to whatever that is, about 1350 or something. Um, CXR 15. Um, and there's a money back guarantee. Because some, it, you know, I used to be proud of the fact that nobody ever asked for their money back. But in the past few years, we've probably had 
three or four people buy our reports and say, it didn't really have what I was looking for. And I said, we'll send your money back. And um, who wants an unhappy customer, you know? So <laughs> nobody. I mean, I the cost to us is about five, ten dollars worth of, you know, processing fees and time. Who cares? You know, so if somebody buys it and they go, nah, this wasn't for me, just let us know and we'll give them their money back graciously. I used to say gladly, and I, no, I'm not giving money back gladly, but I'll give it, <laughs> begrudgingly. We'll give it back, you, we'll give give it it back, back graciously. And, um, you know, um, you, you, you saw the report, obviously you found it worth spending 20 some odd minutes with me. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I think it's of great value. It's global. So for yeah. people who are just interested in the U S but even there, you know, we've got Facebook, we've got a little bit about Craigslist and how their, their, their revenue has gone up and down on, it's all on based on their job ads and uh, that sort of thing. So uh, it's worth it. No, I really do think it's worth uh, the time for folks to check out. If you're listening to us and not watching, we've got it scrolling across the bottom and it's aimgroup.com and the code uh, Peter and that team. Uh, has been so generous with this CXR15. So it's awfully nice of you to do that, Peter. We appreciate it. You know, um, we're happy to do it because, number one, you guys are good friends. Number got, two, you guys are really good resources to your audience. I, I still haven't convinced Jerry to let me into any of your colloquium meetings. <laughs> um, but I'm working on it. Um, but you you're keep a great resource to your audience. And every time I see you or Jerry speaking somewhere, I learned something, which is hard because I follow the space pretty closely. So good stuff. Well, we're, we're going to have to talk about Amsterdam. It sounds, sounds like something we need to get on the calendar. We, we, we will absolutely talk about Amsterdam uh, shortly after we're done. <laughs> that works for me. Peter, thank you so much for your time. Hang out for just a second in the green room, will you? Will do. Thanks. All right. I just want to thank everybody for joining us again for another show. If you have not done it already, head over to cxr.org slash podcast. Uh, you can check out this episode as well as upcoming episodes, and you can see a full library recordings. We actually do put in uh, the transcripts of the notes. just takes a day or so for those to get processed and show up in there, but the shows show up uh, almost immediately after we film them on the site. Uh, you can find a live chat there when we go live, so if you want to watch the show, you can do it there too. And if you are a CXR member or alumni, I'd uh, strongly encourage you to check out cxr.org slash events, and those are all of the upcoming meetings that we've got going on, uh, whether it be a monthly lecture series, uh, or whether we've got one of our member meetings or our um, uh, alumni meetings, my own alumni word slipping for a minute, uh, but you can check those out. We open those up to all members and lifetime alumni, so they're happy to do that. And until next time, we'll, we'll see you guys online. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.